You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Gossip Column. Yes, the show that discusses who is going where and it's brought to you by Loser Paul. This is episode 26. There's not been a lot of done deals at the moment. We're still early in the transfer window, but that doesn't stop us cutting through the transfer week from the chaff. Today is no different, so let's crack on with another 10-minute burst of breakfast transfer news. And where should we go first? Let's go to Turin. And it's not a player leaving Turin, it's a player that could be going to Turin. And Juventus, not Torino, but Juventus are reportedly linked with Kieran Trippier. Now, Trippier, obviously a tearful sight on Saturday night after losing the Champions League final. A day or so afterwards, he said he doesn't know where his future lies. Um, and let's go Madrid and Napoli have also declared their, well, reportedly declared their interest in the England international. Um, he's not really been enamouring Tottenham fans at the moment. A lot of people come to the conclusion that if you could get £40 million for him cash in, then hopefully use that money to get someone like Wan Bissaka from Crystal Palace. Spurs are quite well stocked at right back, but quantity doesn't necessarily mean quality. There's room for improvement there in that department. So I think if the if the money was forthcoming and like I say forty million for Trippier wouldn't be the worst bit of business and you know, why not why not take the punt and go abroad? More English players should do that in my opinion. Um so yeah, I think it, it's one of those moves that would probably suit all parties if it did come to fruition. But, I mean, I think Trippier will leave. It's just a case of where he goes. And it could be to foreign shores. Man City now. And they've reportedly triggered Yao Felix's release clause of £106 million for the 19-year-old. And now that looks set to uh, get the wheels in motion in terms of actual transfer. I mean, I know both Manchester clubs have been interested in the 19-year-old. I said before that City are going to have the more obvious lure, the pull, aren't they? What of them winning a domestic uh, treble? Man United with the Europa League to deal with next season. Obviously, United still a big club in inverted commas. But if you want to play European football on Tuesday or Wednesday night or Thursday night, you don't really want to be playing on a Thursday night, do you? So it could be that Yao Felix um, is moving to the Etihad. Whether that means that someone like Leroy Sane is then disposed of, I think you know City have got too much attacking talent as it is. If Moore's coming in, Summer's got to leave, so we have to sort of see how the deck chairs are rearranged at the Etihad. 
PSG now and a big bit of transfer news if you want to take this with a big pinch of salt and that is that the 20 year old Kylian Mbappe has handed in a transfer request well I mean I can well I don't think this is actually true per se but you can understand why he might want to move you know it's all very well rolling over the teams like Dijon um, other French league teams are available I can't really think of it off the top of my head um, but you know He's reached his pinnacle already. I mean, he's already won a World Cup at, at, what, 19 years old. And you're sort of thinking, well, where can you go from here? And like I say, if you can't be winning World Cups every week, at least you want to be testing yourself in one of the highest possible leagues. And that really is either Spain or England. And if this news is true, then Real Madrid will be on red alert. And talking of Real Madrid, they're not going to be really in the race to sign Paul Pogba because Juventus seems to have got there first. And they have contacted Manchester United over a possible return for the Manchester United returnee. So it seems like Pogba's career seems to just go between Old Trafford and the Juventus Stadium. Bit weird, but, you know, if you're in demand, take the money. And I think United might take the money on that and, again, use that money to then cash in, regenerate, etc., etc. So Paul Pogba to Juventus. Imagine Paul Pogba and Kieran Trippier on the same Juventus team. Stranger things have happened. Um, Jurgen Klopp, this could be a strange thing, actually. He could be ready to take a sabbatical from football management when his Anfield contract expires in 2022. Not the news that Liverpool fans would have wanted to wake up to this morning, but then again, who really... I don't know. I think it's just this... The modern-day manager, no-one's really ever going to build this sort of Ferguson or Wenger-type dynasty or legacy, shall we say. And I think because of that, the burnout and the pace and the, you know, being a Premier League manager is so much more war of attrition these days that I think even if Klopp's in charge for, what, six years, um, that might be enough. You know, that'll probably feel like 20. So it could be that he needs to take a sabbatical. I know Pep's done that before... At uh, Barcelona, also at Bayern. I think, like I say, just the, the sheer mental load of being a an elite manager is, you know, just, uh, I guess, knackering, really. I can understand why Klopp might want to take a sabbatical. But whether he does or not, I guess we won't know until 2022. Liverpool again now, and they've joined the race to sign Matthias Delight. Um, he's also a target for Man United and Barcelona. If you're the Champions League winners, I mean, you're at the top of the queue, aren't you, really? Um whether Delight wants to um, link up with De Jong, he's our Ajax buddy, could be a, you know a natural link. You know, once the sort of one or two, one or one player goes, it's sort of. I think Ajax are in sort of fashion at the moment, like they were what 20, 20 years ago, and their sort of team was cherry picked after Champions League success. A lot of them went to AC Milan, a lot of them went to Barcelona. We could be seeing, a, I guess, a new generation of that. But you know, if Liverpool want to throw their hat into the mix, imagine Delight and Van Dijk at the back. Jesus, yeah, it doesn't really bear thinking about it, does it? I mean, it might be uh, multiple Champions League titles to follow. Tottenham, obviously the disappointment of losing on Saturday. They're going to try and get rid of that by um, purchasing Giovanni Lo Celso from Real Betis. He wants to move. Tottenham wants him. It's now going to be down to money. I know the buyout clause is something like £83 million. Classic Tottenham with a sort of early bid of about £45. Um, so this is going to be an interesting one. I don't know if... Will Betis hold out for 83 I don't know. I mean, sensibly, you're looking at about probably 65, 70. Try that. Test the water again. Then we'll have to sort of see how that one pans out. But I think Tottenham are going to have to move the needle a lot further along to sort of Bettis' valuation if they are to get the Argentine. And if they do get the Argentine, does that mean the end of another Argentine? Not Poch, but Eric Lamella. You're sort of then thinking there's probably too many midfielders. And again, if people are coming in, which is a sort of a, a strange thing to get your head around as a Tottenham fan, but if players are actually going to be signed... Players will probably have to leave. And, you know, we talk about crossroads moments. That defeat on Saturday is the crossroads. And it's a case of where Tottenham go from here. Do they, do they use that as the sort of watershed moment, build on that and hope for future returns and, more importantly, you know, actual trophies? 
you'd really hope so, wouldn't you? You can't just have this as a fleeting one season, uh, one and done. You want to sort of sustain that. Also, you know, this small matter of the Premier League as well. They want to be pushing for that as well. So there's there's optimism around Tottenham after the sort of the, the despair as well. So you know, fingers crossed for Spurs. Man City, they are lining up a fifty million pound bid for Yao Cancelo. That could be because Danilo might uh, leave City. He is sort of getting to the point where it's already well being part of a you know a juggernaut of a footballing squad, but not really getting enough game time. So it could be that Danilo leaves, Yao Cancelo comes in. Uh, Beckham, David Beckham, is um, Miami franchise into Miami. Sounds like a really shit, uh, fancy football team, doesn't it? But anyway, uh, he wants to sign Luis Suarez and reportedly, actually, also wants to sign Lionel Messi. Now, I think if you were to get either of those, Luis Suarez could be the more realistic. I mean, if you've got Lionel Messi in the MLS, oh, Jesus, do you know what I mean? It would just be like playing FIFA on um, amateur mode or something, wouldn't it? It'd just be like, yeah, it doesn't really bear thinking about, but... Luis Suarez, that could be um, a more realistic proposition. And I think, you know, for someone of his age, we talk about MLS being the sort of the graveyard of um, stars of uh, the European continent. But it's sort of getting away from it. I mean, it's always going to fall into that trap because it's always the case of who else can you buy. But I think for someone like Suarez, that would still be a decent move. And like I say, Zlatan's gone there, David Villa's gone there with differing ranges of success. If Suarez went there, I think he'd absolutely tear it up and that could be quite the signing for Inter-Miami. Um, where now? Man City and the fact that they are targeting Rodrigo, the 28-year-old Atletico Madrid midfielder. He's asked to be given some space um, amid those reports, so just in case sort of leave me alone. Uh, Man United are close to uh, getting Daniel James over the line in terms of signing the 21-year-old winger from Swansea, although Monaco are putting a span in the works with their interest. They've also, United, bid £84 million for Kalidou Koulibaly, so United with their scattergun approach are trying to buy everyone this summer. And they've also been linked with Sebastian Haller, Frankfurt's French striker. So, yes, exactly. It's going to be a very busy um, summer in terms of, for me, I think, if anything else, in terms of all these transfer rumours we're having to read out about Manchester City. Um, Daniel Levy has said that Christian Eriksen's not for sale this summer. I mean, well, I, that is interesting because if he doesn't sign a contract he's going to go for free next season which sort of goes against what uh, Levy usually does as a, as a business practice so um, very interesting really and I think if Hazard goes to Real Madrid then I can't really see him going for Christian Eriksen and to be honest whisper it quietly I can't really see him going for Christian Eriksen anyway on the basis of his sort of end of season performances he's still too much of a sort of one in five one in four turning it on goes missing other games Saturday is probably the perfect example of that um, let's go Madrid they're in the rumours again they've been linked with Marcus Alonso from Chelsea um, can't really see that one happen although Madrid are also sort of going through an end of a generation period there's a lot of key names that have taken them so far and are set to leave this summer so there could be a lot of um, upheaval at the uh, Wanda Metropolitano and uh, finally Unai Emery has made Samuel Ntiti his preferred defensive target this summer and um, yeah that's about it really I'm hitting the 10 minutes so as always my name's Dan Tracy this is The Real Football Cast in association with Loser Paul. And until next time, goodbye. Podcast Network.